Welcome back to the Safeties Off podcast. Oh, yeah, new name. Yeah, I realize that um, calling it a show probably wasn't going to be great for the YouTube analytics, search engine, and all that good stuff, so we changed it. Tyler's life goal is to unlock the secrets of the algorithm. Basically, because we've got some videos that do really well and then some that are garbage. Mm -hmm. And uh, spoiler alert, they're basically all the same. So... (laughs) Yeah, I, I had to change everything. Like the some of the I didn't change some of the thumbnails on YouTube. Change the album art. Blah blah blah. That's boring to most of you. About ninety nine percent of you, I know. So we'll start off. Let's get to our sponsors. Dirty Duck. Years ago, a passion was built around the waterfowl. Wild pursuit. Wild of waterfowl. pursuit of waterfowl. Now it's an apparel coffee brand. Go check it out. Dirty Duck Coffee. They just got done hunting with Pit Boss Waterfowl out in Maryland doing some sea duck fishing. It's pretty cool. Use mm-hmm. promo code KCO fifteen at checkout. Our next sponsor, uh, Tide Wee. I've hunted out of my Tide Wee blind in my chair a few times this year. Maybe I'll use it for some turkeys in the spring. That'd be pretty cool. Check out Tide Wee. Use promo code KCO18. Then also HuntWise. I use HuntWise all the time. I don't know how I couldn't use it before, and I think you could use it a lot in what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about... uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. I think you could use that for basically any type of hunting. Hunt-wise, check it out. Use promo code KCO20. And then TripTech, the best of all. TripTech, you got to have one of these bad boys on your lanyard. TripTech 5-in-1 multi-tool. Use it as a punch. A uh, What? He says the 5-in-1. Oh, I, I can't. Don't make me count. 5-in-1, oh, it's a punch. You can use it to score upland birds. Uh, it's a finisher. Oh, there's another thing on here that's just for upland birds, too. Oh, and then you can use it to uh, take apart your shotgun, that little yep, 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 yep. little rampart right there. So, boom, basically the 5 choke one. tube. Choke tube. Choke tube. Thank you, yeah. That might be six. Yeah. Did we find six? We might have. Did we just unlock the trip tech? We did. We might have. So, yeah. Trip tech hack. Uh, this episode, who knows how it's going to go, but, uh, yeah, enjoy. Bro, I almost caught that one. You got that heater on full blast. You got all the windows down, and you're just. <laughs> so we're entering into the last couple of weekends of deer season. You're looking at me funny because I know what you want me to tar- start talking. I'm about. just. You want me to I just mean, lay it all out there, but I'm not. I'm not. I want to go to the mall, son. Hot I'm gonna topic. keep it. I'm gonna keep it. Uh, I'm gonna keep it civil. Civil indeed, as we both take sips. Uh, it's been a long deer season it's for both for of us. Anybody wondering. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long deer season for us both. Uh, I've only killed one. Jordan has been unlucky, but killed way more ducks than me. I haven't even done. I haven't. Hunt, <clears throat> I haven't hunted anything in the last three weeks. Yeah, it's been tough, and it's tough too when you're a dad, new dad, mm-hmm. me travel you got it's, it's different stuff going on we hunt as much as we can we're but we're still a weekend warrior so i mean you got to think out of a three-month season you might get what 15 15 20 good hunts it depends i mean last year i hunted way more than i did this year i i underestimated the amount of work that uh, hunting public would be yeah and after I, I always associate it with the split i know there's not a split in deer season but pretty much like the whole first split of of duck season like that time yeah I was I was hunting my butt off ducks and deer, and I was so exhausted by Christmas that I just kind of get burned out a little bit. I burn out. It gets I tough. did, and the it weather's does. been kind of bad too. But it was chilly today. 
But let's get to our topic that I want that I want to bring up today. Hot topic. Hot topic. Um, hot topic. Get your hot topics here. And it's, and it's really like. It, so we're going to talk about running dogs. I'm just going to go ahead and say that running dogs for deer for a whitetail. Pros and cons. Should you do it? Should you not do it? Or should you just be lukewarm to it? Um, this is like an age old debate, mm-hmm. and it's an age old debate. I know, and we all know because um, there's only a few states that still allow it. Those states being Florida, Virginia, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and the greatest state in the world. I'm so impressed you came up with that on the fly. Louisiana. In the on the fly. This computer is off. I just like to look at myself uh in the reflection. So there's only eight states. I did I name eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so nine. And then you can hunt them in Hawaii and Alaska, but there are no whitetails in Hawaii, so I'm not sure why that's a thing. Yeah, what did Stephen Rinella go over there and hunt? Wasn't whitetail. They had something. In Guam, they have deer, but they're not whitetail, obviously. They're like Gru deer. I don't know. That's another topic. But running dogs. Have I done it? Yes. Do I enjoy it? It gets the adrenaline pumping. But there are a lot of pros and a lot. Of, there are a lot of cons. And I don't want this podcast to make it seem like I'm just going to sit here and bash the dog hunter uh, because I use a dog with squirrel or rabbits, which I think are two totally different things. Than Squirrels and rabbits are two very different They are things. very different things. But hunting squirrel and rabbit with a dog versus hunting with hunting a deer are totally different. Mm-hmm. And the way I kind of sit, you know, justify that thought is that whitetail, you know, they're going to live within – I mean, they may travel a mile, mile and a half. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm Living, a, right? right? Yeah. If a rabbit travels a mile, be pretty wild. Like they've got like dens and stuff, and like they have patterns and and that are more, um, I don't know. You can just. What am I trying to say here? Like you can just. It's not going to take you as much ground to hunt a squirrel as it would a deer. Typically, right. Right. So that's my big thing. Um, just right off the bat, I mean. Pros to, to running dogs, it's a lot of fun. It's exciting. It's a group activity. It's it is the closest thing that whitetail deer will ever get to duck hunting is running dogs. Mm-hmm. Correct? Like that I mean, I sense of, I, anything I say is gonna be an ignorance. I have never run dogs. Really? Not for deer. For, really? For squirrels and rabbits, yeah, but never for deer. Man, I did I've, in um, everybody that I and I everybody that I have grown up hunting with is is hyper, hyper anti dog hunters. Really? Mm-hmm. So again, I don't even. So I was raised to like just think that it was it was awful. I know nothing about it, really. I mean, I know when I know what it is. But, right, 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 right. But I've never I've never done it, so I can't even speak to it. Man, you know? I I did it. I've done it a few times in uh, high school and middle school, and you just. I mean, here here you go. I'm a middle school kid. I'm given a shotgun. Here's a 12 gauge, son. Have a good old time. Here's some slugs. Sit right here, and maybe in a little bit, the dogs will run by, and you can shoot the deer. I didn't get to run with the dogs. I didn't get to like ride around on the four wheeler, find them, you know, like listen for them. I just got given a lane and I got a shot of one and smooth missed. So there's kind of a con is that the ethical shot, it's not there. No, it's not there at all. No, uh, that's like that reel we, we posted where the guy. Correct. Not uh, an ethical shot. No. And I asked before. I, so if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go. We have an Instagram reel that uh, you have to like click that you want to see sensitive content. Um, it's actually not us. It's one of my buddies and his friends when they were in college, they shoot a doe and it just takes off running at them. And this kid just no scopes them like on call of duty. 
And luckily, it was a fatal shot. Mm-hmm. Like, instantly fatal. Mm-hmm. And uh deer rolls up, and they're just like, what just happened? Like, yes, completely, like, not a not not an ethical shot by any means. But that is the shot you get running dogs. And arguably, that's way better of a shot than when running dogs because you don't you can't get that close to them. No. I mean, you're, you're taking a, well, again, anything I say is out of ignorance. I right. would assume you're taking a 40-yard yeah, run, running to. shot with a slug. You're trying to. You're, like, leading a deer. Yeah. Which is not great. <laughs> no. And we sit here in previous podcasts podcasts and we talk about uh sighting in our guns and shooting with a bow and becoming confident with your whatever weapon you choose so that you do take a fatal shot so that the deer doesn't suffer, you know, uh as much as it could if you shot it in the shoulder or, you know, somewhere else that may make uh you know, susceptible to illness or disease or, you know, you know, whatever type of infection and die a slow death, you don't want that. I, mean, I talk about hunting ethics almost every episode, so yeah, yeah I'm. This is just one more reason for me to not right. not be on board. Yeah, so that, I'm not trying to. I don't want to offend anybody that's going up doing it. You know, I'm not saying that. Right, it's, uh, it's just not for me. Right, there's there's, and like that's my thing is so I teach hunters ed, and I start my first class on Monday. I teach it at the school, which is a super cool opportunity to teach in a public school. Hunter, that is like. 30 minutes of my day, I get to teach Hunter Ed every day. That's pretty cool. So I just sit around and talk hunting with a bunch of 13-year-olds, which sounds miserable, but it's actually pretty no, cool. No, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this would be a question I ask them, you know, is do you run dogs and this and that? I can't wait to hear what they say. So, But one thing I talk about them is the negative perception of hunting, not from anti-hunters, because anti-hunters, I feel like, for the most part, sometimes just can't even be swayed. Like they're just out there. Yeah, well, in their they're, wild. Yeah, they're in La La Land. They don't yeah. even, they have no arguments because they don't even know what what hunting is. They don't, right. they don't consider hunting conservation because they know nothing about what they're talking about. Which is why I'm trying not to speak to the dog thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, well, I, I mean, like, you, can, you can agree or disagree. Like I, I mean, you have your own opinion. That's that's gonna be great, and I can't wait to after I read some things that you can have your own opinion. You're gonna go, you're not gonna go. So I always have an opinion. I love that. Just, Shouldn't always well, be sure. That's why we do this show together. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it kind of it kind of gives off this negative perception of hunting to a non-hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, and hunters again already have a negative mindset toward it. You know, just like if you kill a big buck and you hang it from the hood of your car, right? You know, you put it on the top of your car. It's like ah, if you got to do it, okay. I'm, like if that's all the means you have, if you have a Honda Civic, and you really want to get into hunting, and you can't fit it in the in the uh, trunk. You that just, used to be part of the. The hunter safety. It is the hunter's yeah. ed video. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that. that's what we talk about. It's probably that's, the same videos that we had. Well, we don't watch the video. Ago. I just like talking, so we just talk. Oh, we the, read. The and talk. Great. I just, I'm, I just like talking to them. Is it the same videos that we had? I have a lot years of ago? VHS. Yes, that I've just, I've gotten a bag. I remember. Okay, we're gonna have, we're gonna go down a rabbit trail. Go ahead. I remember one where the dude leaves his friends. They're in the desert. I don't know why this is in hunter's ed? But he, they're in the desert, and they're all lost and their car breaks down or something i don't know and two of them take off walking through the middle of the desert like we're gonna go find help and the one guy stays still and pulls the mirror off the off the uh visor and like flags on a plane and he gets saved and the other two die in the desert oh my goodness yeah it was like who taught you hunters it was like i don't remember what the i mean i guess that's the i guess that was the lesson stay with your vehicle which i guess makes sense it's a big thing to for a plane to find i guess wow let's get this Going back the other way, yeah, dude. They were all like that. Dude carried his carrying his gun over the over the fence yeah. and shoots himself. You know yeah, that yeah, one. And yeah, yeah. the yeah. dude dressed like a deer gets shot. Yeah, this is awful. Uh, yeah. So we we do in hunters that to stare back on this path. We do talk about negative perceptions of hunting. 
Uh, and then, you know, there's there's different things. Like the big deal is uh, there's a landowner in Mississippi that just sued the hunters and won because he proved that uh, his cattle were losing weight due to the dogs running them. So they'd be running deer. They run a deer on the property. The dogs would get on this, you know, in amongst the cattle. Cattle would run around, go nuts. He somehow, which I don't know how you what, do this. Weighing his cows every yeah, day? Wait, I mean, you would have to every day. He somehow sued the dog owners in the hunting club and, and got a bunch of money. I think that's the same. I did some, tried to do some research beforehand, and that's uh, <coughs> that's all I could really find. You know, I just keep hearing word of this landowner that has won in a case, but hmm. uh, I guess he had, I guess you have to have cattle. So, he must have had a lawyer buddy that said, okay, here's what you do. Yeah, exactly. And a lot some, of money. Just some scales yeah. uh-huh. and make yep. this a thing. Yeah, had enough money and was that mad at the hunters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big thing is, and I and I have, I think I have a solution to this, like legitimately. So this is the same thing we've done my entire life. I mean, I've been in hunting or been hunting, so you know of dog hunters. And then you know what happens. They, they let them off on their lease. And they run off into other people's property. Mm-hmm. And they run the deer off of other people's property onto other people's and yada, yada, yada. And you just kind of like mix. You you possibly mix up the habitat of deer. A deer that's on your property in October may or may not be there because he may get ran off and find a new home somewhere else because he gets chased two miles, you know, by a pack of dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you have them right next to your property where they're constantly running correct. deer off. You know, and I'm sure people could argue that you're, hey, nuh-uh, your spot's a sanctuary, basically. Like, to that, I would say no way, because I've... To, in what sense, if somebody... Like, like the deer know that if they get over there, they can hide well enough, the, the dogs may not come here, <laughs> but I mean... Well, I mean, the, the, the dogs are going to go there. The yeah. hunters may not go there, yeah, but the dogs right. are going to go there. Yeah, the dogs are going to go there. I mean, the dog that's the deer what, don't that's know property lines. That's, that's exactly. And the dogs don't do the dogs. That's yeah. what people say is that yeah. dog can't read posted signs. Right. Well, you know, hunters can. So, uh, and then, too, like, in Louisiana, trespassing is only like a $75, $100 fine. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody just wants to go on your land, if you can't prove that they killed anything, if they've got their gun or whatever, it's like 100 bucks. And so I had somebody tell me once to a criminal or to an outlaw or what outlaw hunter, a trespassing fee is just a really cheap lease fee, <laughs> you know, because because there's like only you have to have so many of them before they actually like count to like I don't know like a day in jail or a bigger fine or whatever it is. I assumed it was one. Yeah, I don't know. Like I assumed that your second one was. It went I'd have from to like look into it. To I'd like, I should have looked into it that. It should. Yeah, it should be. No, I 100 percent agree. There should be. Surely it is. Because anybody can do it once. Yeah, we're speaking kind of ignorant on that. Yeah, yeah. You may, it, it could happen one time. Like, you could just be walking, like, some property we have doesn't have. I can think right now, I probably have done it this year by accident because some on of the public, cause some, yeah. Yeah, the public, some, not all the public's got fences. You know, if you're not, I, in yeah. fact, I know scouting I did because I happened to turn around and one of these signs, oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll bring that up. <laughs> Um, it is legal for me to have this before anybody says anything. Tyler was too scared to have it on yeah, his side. If you're listening, uh, we have a picture of a wildlife management area sign, and I made it stick it on Jordan's side because I just feel like we've wrong. His uncle's a game warden. He didn't want to be associated with it. It's exactly right. I found the sign, so it is my legal property. <laughs> yes, indeed. And we have that on recording. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so you run the deer on other people's stuff. You got to get your dogs off other people's property, yada, yada, yada. I think there's one way to combat that is you make that – if if you're running dogs or you're like in the act of running dogs, you have to have a dog hunting license. 
The way you acquire this dog hunting license is you prove that you have ownership of some amount of continuous uh, acreage or you have leased some amount of acreage. So like a certain track that might be, you know, say I got 100 acres, that's not enough to run a dog on. But if I've got 4,000 acres that I have leased from... So a minimum... A minimum acreage I mean, amount. A minimum acreage amount. Like I have to have some amount. I don't know, greater than like three thousand. Which I, I understand. Like if I let them off at the line, they may just take off and run the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, they may cross the street and go to the other property. I understand that's a pro. I understand that. Uh, but any ethical guy that it has three, four thousand acres, which I know is hard to come by, drop them off in the middle. There we go. You know, and then you've got. Trucks at every line. And none of them are going to do it on their own line. property, though. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to run the deer out of their property. Yeah. That's that's a great point. They want to run them off your property onto their property. Yeah, that's a great point. It's a great point. It kind of sucks. It's like a, it's a, it's a. I, I'm, I'm 100% against it. Again, yeah. I'm sorry to anybody that listened. Tell me in the comments. Again, I know nothing. I've never done it. I'm sure it's a blast. I just do not consider it hunting. And I think it's awful for the, for yeah. the deer population and for. Yeah. Real hunters. I forgot to go live on Instagram, but I mean, great to get people's uh, feedback on that. But oh, I would love to be mad. Yeah, I know. I would. I would love to hear people's feedback on it, just because it's something that's going on forever, and it is also something that um, some of the bigger names in the industry are are pretty against. Like some of the bigger. Uh, I don't oh. think I don't know any still hunter who would not who would not be against. Yeah, because that's the thing. If like. How could you not? My point of view. It's the exact opposite of everything that we're trying to do. Yeah. My point of view is you, you, you have an area, you, you know, you, you make the land how you want it. You get certain plots and you plant certain things. You go through all this work in July and August for it to grow in September, October, money, money, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, it, this stuff blooms, you're fired up, you've got pictures of deer and this and that, you hunt real hard, and then December 8th comes or whatever that date is, and uh, 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 all that work goes to nothing. And, you know, deer are running by you. And, like, let's say you're just hunting with a bow. Uh, you don't even have a gun. Dogs are running. I'm not shooting a deer running with a bow. No. Like, my goal this year was to hunt and kill one with a bow. Looks like I'm going to fail. I still got one weekend left that I can go. Um but if I know people are running dogs, it's almost like got to bring a gun. You can bring both, I guess, but you got to bring a gun. Well, the odds of you seeing one in bow range if they're running dogs are slim to none. They're going to be so on edge even if they're not running. I thousand percent agree with that. Um, yeah, I, 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 do, I can speak to that from experience. They used to run dogs around our lease. Um couple of the leases around used to run them they never came on our property I, yeah. just, I guess they were too scared and the deer to just them go sit. that way but you know they're they you don't see deer that day yeah that's what i was telling travis who's going to be on the next show i think big time i was telling travis about time we have been talking crap yeah. about him not coming on here for a long time a year uh but i was telling him i was like you know kind of makes sense as to why somebody would get pictures of deer all week long you know and you've basically pattern them. They come here at this time, blah, blah, blah. It's this many deer. And on the weekends you get nothing. Cause that's when people would more most likely run dogs. And then Monday you get them again. You know, maybe you get different deer or whatever. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I just have so many mixed emotions. Like I don't want to take anything from anybody that would enjoy it, but then also I don't want to take away anything from anybody who's worked their butt off to kill a deer, who's patterned a deer only for old Yeller to run them off the property or to run you another deer onto your property. Um, I don't know. That's and somebody else spent all hunting. the time and money. Yeah, and, right. You know, I mean, I mean, you're feeding protein to these deer all year. I mean, that's, man. I mean, you're doing, you're doing everything but polishing their horns for them. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean. It's, oh, look at this moth. We have been battling moths yes. all night. But no, you're right. I mean, you try to, you're trying to build deer and then people run dogs against it. And I, it, it's becoming less and less of a thing. Honestly, it's not as popular, I feel like, as it used to be. You go to the backwood towns where they've done it for generations. Yeah. I mean, it's still. And I've, I've grown up. I mean, like I said, like I said, I've done it. And I feel like when we did it, though, it was uh, it was ethical. It was in the most ethical it could possibly be. Not the shooting and stuff like that, but as far as being a hindrance to those people that own land around us, it was the most ethical, you know. Um, but there's just so many different, like, I mean, like, even up north, they've uh, outlawed in some states running hounds for bears. That's a huge thing is killing bears with dogs. I did not know that. What? Man, you never watched the video? It's pretty I mean, cool. I guess I, I guess I have. You've probably seen a video of yeah, it. Just these hounds going just nuts on black that. bears. Yeah, and they're climbed up in the tree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing, everything else, you know. Um, but then it's but it's so much easier for a hunter to justify that with a bear, or at least it used to be. I heard an interesting take on it, is they they were able to they were able to keep that legal for so long because people were able to justify it because a bear, as I killed swatted this moth. You can use more of a bear than you can a deer. You obviously eat the meat. Uh, you can use um, whatever, the hide for this, the eyes for that. Like the, the fat, Indians, yeah. yeah, the fat for this, bear fat, all kinds of craziness. Uh, then you can a deer, which you may use the hide, but it's not a very thick hide, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're not making deer skin. Right. Well, they make gloves out of them. But, I mean, early, you know, I don't know, 1800s or so, when they're killing bears, like, wouldn't be... You know, wild to see somebody with a bear rug <laughs> or a pair. I would love some to type bear of, rug. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, you know, or something like that. That's, or, that's or the next addition to is a huge to bear the wall. rug. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of speaking ignorant to that tonight, to dog hunting somewhat, um, which is fine. We speak to everything ignorant here. <laughs> I mean, there's not a so whole we lot. We're just the average. Jet. Again, I have an opinion about everything. Yeah, exactly. This is average hunting for the average man, you know, average takes for the average hunter. With average. Knowledge base, and average knowledge and production. Uh, we're not, we don't. I'm not going to sit here and say like it. It should be illegal. It should be this because I would like to hear somebody argue against me. I'll say that. No, I'll I'll have a I'll have a hot take. I think it should be legal. Oh, I see no I see no benefit to anybody other than the three guys drinking natty light and holding their shotguns. That was very stereotypical, but I mean. I just, I just have such a negative, yeah, mind, mindset about it, and I always have. I've been kind of holding back. I mean, I've, I've been grown up to, grown up. I've been raised up to hate the idea. Not hunt, not dog hunters. I don't know any yeah. dog hunters, right. but the idea of dog hunting to me is just, yeah, because I know people that don't do that. They, they're, yeah, they can do it well, and they have like thousands of acres. They have, you know, it's a, like it's like I said, it was gonna be a hot take. 
It it is. Hey, that's a great hot take. That's good. I love. So that. counter me. I mean, I'm not. You know, Bro. tell me I'm tell me I'm an idiot. Tell me why. We'll talk about it next episode. We'll have you on. We'll get you on Instagram live, and we'll we'll. Ooh, I love that. Duke it out. But I love that. I, I just I don't see my mind being changed because I'm I am all about a the challenge. It's why I bow yeah. hunt. Yeah. And b the ethics. And yeah. you lose 100 percent lose both of those with dogs. And you know what states I didn't I didn't uh, say there are the ones with the best deer hunting. Iowa, imagine that. Kansas, Ohio, also bow Wisconsin. Only. Most of the time, most of them bow only. So if people are going to say like you know like oh we got, how are you going to kill them? They're overpopulated. We can, we can fix it that way. Forget saying running dogs is illegal. Just say we're bow only. Bow only, and that's what Justin said it the other day in a text message or something like that. I said, no, it wasn't Justin. It was very serious hunting. Sorry, shout out very serious hunting Instagram. Uh, they're ice fishing right now. But I said something. I said well. He said, how's the year going or something like that? I said, I've only killed one. He said, lucky you, we get one tag. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I never even thought about it like that. I can kill six in Louisiana. Oh, we have a, I think I talked about it last week. We have a massive herd. Yeah. <clears throat> we just have a ton of hunters, so we feel like we have a ton of hunters and we have very uh, locked down land. Yeah. Like limited public access. No, we have a lot of public land, but it's huge WMAs. It's not these little walk-in pockets like you get in Kansas, right. you know? So, I mean, yeah. you're very limited to either you have family land or a lease that you've been on for 20 years right? or you're hunting public. There's not a whole lot of in-between. Yep. No, you're, you're... So it makes you feel like we have a lot fewer deer than we actually have. Yeah, so... Which is he, why people run dogs off other people's properties so they can shoot them. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, so that's kind of our takes on it. Again, last time I'll say it, but I would love to hear somebody else's take on it, somebody that is pro uh, running dogs. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that my way is right until – I'll let you say that. I'm going to say my way is right. I love that. Because He's saying it, his way is right. I, I just like to hear somebody else talk about it. With ethics in mind, I don't see how you could argue. I, I challenge somebody to tell me how you can ethically hunt with dogs. All right, so speaking of ethically, last as week – As far we, as taking we, the shot. Right. Last week we barely touched on it for like half a second. Poisonous arrows, po- poisonous broadheads. Because you can do it that way. Poisonous shotgun slugs. Poisonous shotgun slugs. So, man, I posted that. There are a lot of people that watch our Instagram reels or follow us on Instagram. Thousands of people that don't listen to the tens podcast. Of, tens of thousands. <laughs> tens of thousands. One ten thousand. One ten thousand. That don't listen to the podcast. However, they watch Instagram reels. And, uh, you know, an Instagram reel, it's nothing for it to get a few thousand views or whatever. So the one I posted about poisonous. 28,000. Hey, hey. Yeah, with your sicker boy. Uh, there, I posted one that talked about uh, poisonous arrows or poisonous broadheads. And, man, people were blowing up the DMs. They were they were commenting. I got some DMs that weren't, that weren't man enough to comment, which is fine. I get it. You don't want to put your... <laughs> naysayer what out there for everybody you just want little you don't want to go on a podcast and say dog hunters drink nighty light and suck yeah yeah (laughs) i mean Uh, they wanted to talk to me like about it i guess uh you know or rack my pre my little pea brain on it but uh there were a lot of people saying like can you even eat it like whoa dude i was clearly joking like in the thing i even talk about yeah i'm gonna name this Riley says that you can kill deer, or children can kill deer with poisonous broadheads. They don't listen to the podcast. Don't, I mean, half of what we say is ironic or, or yeah, stupid. stupid. Lighthearted. 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 Thank that's you. a great word. Yeah, that's how we were described by someone the other day to me. We but, were. Yeah, so like that. Yeah, lighthearted for sure. Um, and this being one of our more serious podcasts, i mm. not condoning poisonous broadheads. No. No. Uh, what, we, what we said... Well, 
I was about to repeat what we said in the podcast. We're on the podcast, so if, mm-hmm. not, if they didn't listen to that, mm-hmm. we're not going to listen to this one. But yeah, what we yeah. said was, what did we say? We said that we're just asking about it. I in, didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, I mean, we argued both sides for about ten seconds. Yeah, but we said arguably, oh hey, it's more ethical because if you make a bad shot, it's still going to kill the animal. They're not going to walk around wounded. Wounded. Right. But on the flip side of that, you're going to be take a lot a, more tempted to take an unethical shot. Shoot it in the butt; it's going to die anyway. Yeah. So I mean, we no, none of us are. I'm not sure four poison bodies. I mean, even like I was, I'd have to bring it up, and I hate that I'm just pulling it out of my bubble right now. But the, at one point, Fred Bear was pro poisonous broadhead. Fred Bear. I've heard arguments about from bear hunters actually about it, um, hmm. especially with a bear because I mean, might come back at you, brother. Yeah, if you yeah, you gotta whip out the sidearm, mm-hmm. or you can just shoot a poisonous dart at it. Or if you could, and also okay, here's a here's a real big con. 180-pound deer versus a 85-pound deer. It's going to take a little bit more poison to get the 180 than the 85. So let's say, like, you just not, oh, whoops, didn't have enough poison for that one. And, you know, like something like that's a real thing because I know that there are people that are, you know, poachers or whatever that will look into that. Like, that's pretty nuts. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's ways you could do it where you could still eat the meat, but... It's probably going to be something where it like congeals the blood, yeah. You know, so are you going to want to mess with it? You know, yeah. so we're not condoning not, that. No, we're not condoning that. I would. I, I can promise you, I would never. If they if they legalized it today, and then also wouldn't eat it. No, I have common sense. I'm not going to eat it. Mm-mm. Although I'll eat McDonald's and all that crap that's pumped steroids into all day long. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll eat butchers. most things. I mean, I've eaten yeah. coon. I've, I've I've not eaten possum. You've eaten. What? It wasn't terrible. Now, you know what you're eating, so it kind of... You're eating what you've already eaten. You're eating a bunch of scraps. Put, well, I mean, not if it's in the woods. I'm not, I didn't need a dumpster coon. How do you, did you kill it? Yeah. I trapped what? it. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so at the, at the feed store I used to work at, the guys that worked in the back, yeah. would, they'd have cookouts all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, was, it was a very separate, like, they had their, their clan back there. We had the up front store clan. Yeah. We didn't really... Yeah. We didn't really Whole different, two different groups of people. Um, but every now and then they'd be like, "Hey, let's have one big family cookout." And so they they loved me, and so they'd have me back there. They're like, "All right, you're gonna try pickle pig's feet, which I'd already tried." Yeah, not a fan. But uh, yeah, no, that turkey necks, you. you know, bunch of bunch of yeah. stuff that we don't usually eat. Um, but I'm trying to think of what else. Gizzards. I don't like gizzards. I like gizzards. Not a gizzards guy. I can eat a thing of gizzards for um, a gizzards boy. But yeah, I had a. I was I was heavy heavy into the trapping at the time, uh, beaver trapping mostly. And if, if anybody traps, you'll know. But I mean, when you're running conna bears, dry land, which is a square mm-hmm. frame trap that they go through the middle of. Um, if you're running them dry land, you're gonna catch coons. Like there's no way around it. And uh, every time I catch them, I bring it up to those guys in the back because they loved them. Mm-hmm. And I had just caught one, so like they're like, "Hey man, here's that coon you brought us. You gonna you gonna eat it?" I'm like, "Man, I'll, I'll try." How do they cook it? They fried it or what? <sighs> No, I think it was barbecue. Um, so, so it's a pain in the butt too. Apparently, you got to blowing my mind that you tried it. You got to cut out some glands and stuff before you can eat it. Okay, okay. yeah, that but sounds sketchy. They got glands like in their armpits or something that that's that makes the it'll taint the meat. Like taste wise, not gonna kill you, but like it tastes nasty. Sounds, I don't know. There's a whole there's a whole thing. A, it's a whole new world. Whole new world, dazzling place. I never knew. You ever eaten carp? Hmm. I like carp. You know, the best way to, to cook carp, you take it, fillet it, and put it on a 
piece of foil and you get a little like olive oil underneath it or whatever so it don't stick. And then you like, I've got some seam seasoning, get some garlic. Uh, and then you take cherries, you crush some cherries, put it over the top. Yes. You put it in the smoker two and a half hours, take it out, throw the, that in the trash, crumple the tin up, throw that in the trash. You're done. So before you said that, <laughs> because you finally convinced me you were serious. <laughs> And I was literally about to say, I was waiting for you to just say and then throw it in the trash, and then yeah, you said it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not Yeah, good. you don't eat carp. No, nah, it's not good. I've had uh, alligator carp balls, which I don't understand why you ball the meat up, but you ball it up. It's always the thing, carp yeah. balls. Yeah. Yeah, it's just tough. It's not good. Gator's not that good. It's a thing. Like, everybody's like, you got to go to Louisiana and eat the gators, but yeah, it's, it's grisly, tough man. Yeah, it's yeah, tough it's chicken. Grisly and greasy. And if you don't cook it all the way, you're gonna die from from Lord knows what kind of bacteria was in that thing. I mean, it's a maybe that's what's wrong with me. It's a lizard, you know. It's a it's a it's a dinosaur. Yeah, still roams the earth. I mean, it's it's a we it's just a, act cool. We act like that's okay. It's there's, a, there's a thing out there. We don't eat cold blooded animals. Like we don't yeah. eat iguanas and stuff typically. So like I don't know. They just carry a different kind of stuff. We just we just I eat it walking but, out here with them. Legit dinosaurs, and we're just acting like it's okay. They just don't bother me. What it's if that thing, thing? What if an alligator could fly? All right, this is getting way off the rails. What if an alligator could fly? Would you then be freaked out? I mean, I guess we'd be used to it, but I'd be freaked out even more. Where did that come from? I'm just thinking, like, what, what, what makes an alligator okay? Like, why are we not freaking out? Why are we not it's like? Because they stay in water, so we're like, yeah. I mean, they don't like we, a komodo dragon. Like a komodo dragon. Komodo dragons are see on those freak one, me out more. They but they're on tree. one island. But you're right. But they're but they're on one island. Well, though that that breed is there's yeah there's the big, one that kills there's, you. there's monitor lizards all over the place yeah but Komo- the one komodo dragon I'm talking about is like when it bites you it puts poison it's like a snake yeah. but it's a it's four legged it's freaking nuts I thought we freak out about those anyways they it got way off yeah I thought it was just that the spit was I thought your laptop was off I just turned my laptop on okay. to uh, R I thought this I thought the spit komodo. would just uh, here we go that's a top question kill R- you from the bacteria in it. Komodo dragons or Komodo monitors are the largest, heaviest lizards in the world. Fact. I saw it on Google. And one of the few with a venomous bite. These stealthy, powerful hunters rely on their sense of smell to detect food using their long forked tongues to sample the air. I don't know. I've gotten way too deep to this. Yeah, apparently they like, uh, they're on one, (laughs) they're on one uh, island. You heard about there's that story of the people that wrecked their ship. And they floated for like ever, and they saw land, swam to the land, and it was the one dragon that the Komodo dragons are on. And they all lived though; <laughs> they all lived. So not so they so they lived in shark infested waters. Oh, there's all kind of stuff at the Galapagos, yeah. man. Then they got like to land, stuff. and they were like, "All right, we're gonna have to fight Komodo dragons for like days until somebody finds us." What a what a turn of events, and what a turn of this podcast. We're on That's where 30. we're. I mean, yeah, they freaking swim there too. The dragons do. I mean, you can't get away from them. I don't think there's trees on the island. We live in a world where there's dragons and then there's alligators. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nuts. And we live in that state. But you know what I am excited for? This could be the last thing we talk about. Mm-hmm. We're almost to 40 minutes. I'm excited for bow fishing. Oh, yes, sir. You've never been. I have not. I can't wait. And it is. I haven't gone in a, in a few years. I'm already a very, very average shot. I can't wait to shoot at a fish. Oh, it's going to be awful. At a fish. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And we'll film the whole thing because that's something that's it's kind of easily filmable, I guess. Like, because, I mean, somebody can work the trolling motor, somebody can be shooting, and somebody can be filming. 
three dudes. Boom, done. God, that means we're going to have to rely on Travis to go, though. That's very true. I let Jacob go one time uh, when I had my boat. And uh, the way I worked my old boat, I could sit on the front. I could stand on the front deck. I could work the trolling motor and shoot. We had two shooters back then. Another buddy had a setup. And uh, I let Jacob drive the boat for about 37 seconds. I said, before I let him do it, before I let him work the trolling motor, I said, Jacob, lights are on the left. That's where we're shooting a fish. But the boat goes straight. Don't run my trolling motor over anything because the trolling motor hangs over a little bit over the front right. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Maybe 30 seconds, a minute. <laughs> and not just broke the trolling motor. It broke it. It hit something so hard. It pulled the self-tapping screws out of the boat. And the trolling motor goes in the water. We had to catch it by like you know the the wires oh, or whatever. It's, yeah, swimming. Yeah, we had to bring cut it off. <laughs> Jacob had one, and then we're done. We're done boat fishing because we got no trolling motor. I actually know. I think we paddled for a little bit just with the lights, and it was pretty fun. But it's way harder. Not worth the work because you shoot. You can't shoot game fish. You know you can't shoot bass or shoot perch or whatever. Right. You're just shooting catfish is the thing you want to shoot because you need it. But carp's fun. Alligator gar, jackfish, all that stuff's fun just because. They're kind of a nuisance. I'd love to shoot a big old gar. That is a you want to talk about it. We're not talking about that. That is a strange animal. Yeah. So we just really don't have it. We people don't who are listening from up north or wherever, if you don't know, go look up alligator gar. It is they get ginormous. They are huge. I have seen personally seen. I don't even know. I can't even gauge the number of feet that this fish was, but it was as big as a boat. I can tell you that. Freaking huge. It was ginormous, or they can get ginormous. They can't get, yeah. I mean, they all do if they live long enough. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're scary. They're terrifying. Yeah, that's what we swim with. As ah, children. no, that's what you swim as with. Children, I don't with swim. Our toes in the water. Nope, don't swim in Louisiana waters. Won't do it. I don't know. Can't talk. They talk stink. To you. They're hot. Nope. They got that swimming around. Nope. Snakes. You know, see, I'm more scared of snakes. The snakes, snakes are more aggressive. You never hear somebody getting bit by an alligator gar, or an alligator. Hardly. That's why the gators don't bother me. But they're Look, I've stepped Knock on, on wood. I've told I've told the story. I've stepped on them. Yeah. I mean, I don't I'm not saying I don't get freaked out if I think there's gators and I'm and I'm walking around, but nine times out of ten, they're swimming the other way if they know you're coming. Unless it's a Yeah, and there's the one picture that goes viral every teal season. Every single teal season this goes viral. Oh, the one with a deer in its mouth? No, no, no. There's a, it's a it's somebody throwing out their blue wing decoys. It's just a picture. So it's got blue wing decoys in the in the spread or whatever. And then it's got a gator. You can barely see a gator through the mud. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. Every single. I mean, the mm-hmm. picture is taken on an that iPhone. One's, that one's that scares me. Not an iPhone 14, an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty nuts. Well, that's, that's, what, that's exactly where the how the one I stepped on was. Well, I so, no, it's no shocker that this podcast and this group of friends, Sands Jordan, uh, we kind of, well, we started hunting on Kepler Creek. Oh, or not yeah. Kepler Creek, but Kepler Lake. Kepler yeah, I was Creek. adopted. Right. Kepler Creek feeds into Kepler Lake, a la the name. Uh, that's where we started duck hunting together. And I grew up in Castor right there next to Kepler, and I got in so much trouble as a kid. Kepler is known for its gators. And I just, I mean, just known for gators. Everybody wants to get a gator tag for Kepler. Like, and you almost have like 100% likelihood of getting a gator. Um, even I got one. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, yeah, I got in a lot of trouble one time because we had a deer lease up next to it. Me and my buddies would just go down there and, we found a sandbar, and we would just go and play football out in the water, like play tackle football. It was freaking cool in like six inches of water. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad ripped me. He was like, there's alligators everywhere. And I never saw one out there then. 
But yeah, like, but I mean, a group of a group of dudes splashing and running around. Gators ain't coming. God, up that there. sounds really weird. But yeah, a group of dudes just <laughs> swimming, just frolicking having, together, just having a good old time <laughs> out there together. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, sounds weird. But yeah, yeah, I don't think an alligator would eat us. No, no, you know, unless they smelt the pig skin. The only story I've ever heard, like a personal, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We're playing football. Pig skin. Alligator smelled the pig skin. All right, continue. Sorry, it's on me. No, I got a buddy in South Louisiana that got bit. So that they, they had a gator farm, um, and he was sitting. They had like some crawfish ponds, and I think the, I think he said he was just sitting there fishing or something. But a little, little six foot gator just popped up right in front of him. He is he had his of course he had his white stripping boots on, right? Yeah, dude. And uh, so he just popped up, grabbed his boot, and snatched him into the water. He had to go to the hospital because of the it. I mean, he barely even has a scar, but it. Yeah, you know, he barely even has a scar. He got I, bit by an alligator, Jordan. Yeah, he got pulled off into the water. We're just acting like it's okay. He did. Yeah, had to go. To the, had to go to the hospital again. I keep talking about bacteria, but they get—they're nasty animals. Yeah, you've got to go to the hospital if you get bit by a gator. And you just act like you're like, oh, he barely has a scar. You told an out al- someone. You told a story about somebody getting bit by an alligator. You finished it with he barely has a scar. Like I said, they don't. I don't know why they don't bother me, but they don't bother me. They bother me. You tell me that there might be a snake. Um, on it. Snakes are mean, though. Snakes are meaner. Hate them. They're mean, and they can be. I still have nightmares from this year camo. when me and Pro Tip were going, and I'm yeah. not. I'm not kidding you. My pant leg had to hit this snake in the face as I walked by. That's how close. Show, I was. How did it hit him in the face? Show me how it hit him in the face. You're already going to cut that into a reel. So. No, I won't show me one more time. I'm good. I didn't get it. Mm. Dang it. Uh. <coughs> Yeah, hate snakes. Don't like them. So, switching gears here. Can we switch gears? Switch the gear. Thank you. Um, so, with looking up the running of dogs and all that stuff, I just pulled up the Louisiana hunting. No, you didn't tell me I was stuff. going back into first. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about hunting dogs or running dogs anymore. But I pulled up the hunting regulations, the hunting regs. Okay. Did you know? I just found some interesting stuff. Okay. Okay. Did for you know Louisiana rigs we're talking yeah. about? Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's a season for crows? Which I've known this because I have a game more uncle, but not a lot of people know this. No. There's a season for crows. I thought that they were a nuisance. Okay. Now I'm about to give everybody some pro tips. So buckle up. All right. For a little off season shoot. You want to have a little fun? Here you go. Season for crows, blackbirds, cowbirds, and grackles, whatever a grackle is. I didn't know you could shoot I, didn't know he, I honestly didn't know you could shoot cowbirds. Blackbirds, crows, here we go. Season, September 1st to January 1st. First. Then it says, see exception below for depredation. Is that the word? Depredation. Sounds right. Thank you. All right, so the daily limit of crows is no limit. Just smoke them if you got them. Uh, exceptions. Crows, blackbirds, cowbirds, and grackles may be taken year-round during legal shooting hours if they are depredating or about to depredate <laughs> upon ornamentals or shade trees. So anyway. Agriculture crops, livestock, wildlife, or when concentrated in such numbers as to cause a health hazard. So if they're alive in Louisiana, yeah. there's they fall yeah. under some category. Unless they light in the water. I think that was like the only thing that they didn't put in there. You ever seen a crow in the water? There might be maybe there's ornamental hydrangeas in the in the water. It's pretty nuts. Like basically, if you get a ticket for shooting crows, that game warden hates you. 
Yeah. He is so mad oh, at yeah. something. He might not be something. you, might be having a you know, might be having a bad day. And he writes you a ticket for shooting a crow, that you're is. having the worst day ever. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, legitimately, it says shade trees, agriculture crops, which we you may or may not have. You may or may not have. Livestock, you may or may not have. Wildlife, you could be like, Oh, I saw a rat. It's wildlife. Saving his life. Saving that rat's life. Or when concentrated in such numbers as to cause a health hazard. It used to say if you were in fear of West Nile when West Nile was. Well, I was time. about to say avian flu, bro. Mm-hmm. Scared to death. There's 10 of them. Scared. Mm-hmm. Like if you were scared of West Nile, you could just be like, oh, That's no. I went and picked it up and I have a pile of <laughs> dead right here. So I'm scared of yeah. the avian flu. Oh, no. Flu. A bird. I have. I mean, have you ever killed a crow? You ever been crow hunting? Never been crow hunting. I've killed crows. I've never been crow hunting. It's pretty sad, but uh, we got real deep in the crow hunt game one year. We had like... Tells you how bad the duck hunting was. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like a spring thing. You're bored. Uh, you just want to go to the camp. We had an electric call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fox Pro, we had one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I saw, uh, well, I saw it. So our old lease, duck lease in Plain Dealing, was so bad that somewhere around 7 o'clock we would get bored and put the Fox Pro on top of the blind. And just get ready. And just get ready for the crows to come in. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Just mollywop them. That's not a bad tactic. We did that, and then uh, I had a crow call with my hand, and then no big deal, calling by mouth. It's kind of a talent of mine. Oh, you made me slap myself in the face. You are absolutely All right, here we go. You ready? Calling. Here we go. I have to act Pause. like a crow. I have to act like a crow. I want double proof of this. Okay. I want All two right. angles. I'm not scared because it's worked, and you can ask friends this has worked. All right? You ready? What do you think? I'll give it a... <coughs> I don't know, because I, I can't really... Comp- this is what I imagine people that smoke for like a living. This is what it feels like. Hurts right right here. I can't do it, so I don't know that. It's I, well, pretty good. Uh, I'll, I'll, sure, I'll give it a. I'll give it a ten out of ten. I feel like there should be. A, we should hold the very first crow calling championship. I can want to try, but I'm not going to have the first time that I ever try. My don't life yeah, don't do it on air. No, 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 no. Do it in your so, truck. Do it yeah. in your truck. I'm gonna practice. You can have a little pride if you screw up. Uh-huh. You can save your pride because uh-huh. if you screw up right here, I would be embarrassing. It'd be pretty bad. I mean, that's a. I it, I didn't just wake up one day able to call like that guy. So don't get don't get down on yourself. Take practice. Don't get down on yourself if you can't call a crow like me. Dedication. This has been this has been the most up and down podcast of all time. But here we are. Uh, no, yeah, my uncle can do it. and It's incredible. I we smoked like a, I think it was like. 10 I'm or starting 11. to think you don't actually have an uncle who's game more than he you. hates me. He absolutely hates me. All he does is text me. He won't answer my calls. It's unreal. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Every time I come over, I'm like, oh hey, call your game, call your game warden uncle, and see if this sign's okay to have yeah. on the wall. And magically, he doesn't answer. I don't think he exists. That's not. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and try to defend that because because you can't. You cannot can't prove, prove to me. It. You can't. can't prove it at this point. It's nope. pretty sad. Uh, man. Besides that. I had a leaky waiter, but we've gone. I'm gonna save it for next time. Yeah, Honestly, let's just say our leaky waiter is that hunting season is ending. Mm-hmm. But positive, Nick Andrews from this the hunting whole public season has been a leaky waiter. It sucked. It's kind of sucked. Uh, Nick Andrews from hunting public is coming on here soon. Um, well, give us a rundown of. I um, doubt they had a bad season. Yeah, you know, we had a great season. Uh, we have Todd Wooden coming on soon. Uh, when he, probably, I'll probably record it this week. I don't know. Uh, when he went to the ATA show, and it's pretty sweet, archery trade, 
show. A lot of cool things to talk about with we him. Might go, we might go record from the ATA next year. That'd be sick. Uh, and then who else? Oh, Travis. We're recording that this Thursday, so that'll be next week's episode. And if you ain't ever met Travis, if you've only been listening to the podcast and you haven't seen his videos on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube, or whatever, you're in for a treat. Oh, you are. Travis is a fan fave. He's a fan fave. So. Wait, what about, there's one more, or is that one a, a secret for now? Probably. The the one who, you got the president's contact information. Oh, the yeah, Denver Box okay. coming soon, too. Yeah, yeah. Denver Box, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, that hopefully is getting done in the next week, too. So if you don't have a Denver Box and you want something for Mardi Gras season, then what are you doing with your you, life? Yeah, if you live in Louisiana and you want a speaker for Mardi Gras, honest to God, like that's, that's what I would get. And if you're listening this far in the podcast, I do want to say this right now. That. I know. Congratulations. First off, yeah, we love you. And thank you. But if if I review a product and I say it's good, it's good. I'm worried that I'm doing way too many good reviews and people are thinking all he ever does is post good ones. I'm not going to post one about a bad one. I'm not going to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the guy that's like, don't yeah. buy this. Doesn't mean there had been bad products. We just don't post reviews of it. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I've got I've got a cell camera right now that I hate. Hate. I have two brands now that are on my crap Spot list. Point made the mistake of sending me a survey the other day, and boy, did I fill it out. Yeah, I just don't like talking about it. I don't want to be the guy that's negative about any brand because you never know. It might have gotten a lemon, or they might change, or whatever. So, But I will tell you what I use and what, what works, and the Denver mm-hmm. Box is sweet. So I'd get a Denver Box for Mardi Gras season for sure. Oh, new sponsor coming up, too. I guess we'll wait. We'll do yes, we'll do an unboxing video to kind of announce it. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, besides that, Hope your season's going better. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube. You like this. We would love that. We would love if you liked. Uh, yeah. We'd like it if you loved. That's right. Go follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Go check us out. We appreciate y'all listening. I uh, hope you have a great week. Stay safe out there. Nah, Don't forget uh, 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 uh. to. Oh, I, I was just... No, I'm not doing this. Don't. I know what you're doing. Don't forget to uh, don't forget to tell us your opinion on running dogs. Oh, I'm sure people will have already given us. Can't wait. I'm going to be put on blast. I already know it, and I can't wait. I'll, can't wait. I'll, gloves are off. But since Tyler hasn't been watching via YouTube today, which isn't as good, you should be, you should go I to mean, church for the community like, involvement. Half counts. You can you can tell Jesus uh, one day. Hey, I watched you on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Go to church. Go to church. <sighs> Stole it. <laughs>